0: You are listening to Did You Hear, Did You
1: Hear, Did You Hear, Did You Hear, hear? The Johnson
0: County Library Podcast. We are coming to
1: you from the Central Resource Library
0: in Overland Park, Kansas.
2: This is your Library Insider.
3: In this episode of Did You Hear, Dave Carson talks with Brian Vole and local musician Lily B. Moonflower. You'll learn about her creativity and her career, and even hear a couple of her songs. First, though, it's your weekly word. Bifurcate, divide into two branches or forks.
1: It's where I want to stay, there's something about it that blows all the flues away. Yeah, give me a front porch so I can give these wings a rest. Gonna watch my garden grow, then get a few things up my chest into the evening.
0: Welcome to the Did You Hear podcast, where you sometimes hear live music, and this was music from Lily B. Moonflower. Hi, Lily. How are you?
3: Hello. I'm great today. How are oh, you? I'm
0: doing well. What was the name of that song?
3: That's called I'm Taking the Wheel, and that'll be my second single released off my debut album, Moonflower.
0: Oh, very good. Yeah. Well, you are brought here today by our local arts mu- uh, yes. <laughs> librarian, Um all things music and arts, Brian Vol. that's I think Hello. that's why I was stumbling because I wanted to get the word music in there. but
2: yeah, how are you doing, Brian? I'm doing great. This sounds absolutely wonderful.
3: You sure do great things for the Kansas City music community.
2: Oh, thank you, Lily. Yeah. Well, I could not do anything without the library. Yeah. go ahead from the library. So, well,
0: you, you do do great things, Brian. And I think we're coming up on how many? 250 artists? 250 wow.
2: featured oh artists on our local music blog.
0: Right. And so if you go to jocolibrary.org, yep. um, click on more stories, you'll find yep. uh, local music listed there. And you can mm-hmm. have access to the music and the behind-the-scenes story of all these different bands.
2: Indeed. And we have an interview that we did with Lily uh, maybe about a year and a half ago, or maybe not even that long ago. I forget.
3: Maybe a year. Yeah.
2: yeah. And we've got an interview with Lily and her book, music, and movie recommendations, too. So.
3: Yeah. And I remember last time we talked, you were saying that really uh, the library wants to just help recognize all the artists and musicians in the area, and I think that's so great.
2: Yeah, well, it is a certainly a, a labor of love, and what we want to do is to spread word about all of the amazing artists, and in this case, musicians and songwriters living and working in the uh, Kansas City metro area. Yeah.
3: And the library has a great platform to help with that.
2: For sure. Yeah, we do. Yeah, but
0: this isn't about yeah.
2: Brian <laughs> <This>
3: is <laughs> No,
2: this is about music and about Lily.
0: Yeah, yeah, and I really want to hear some of the questions that you have for Lily, Brian. Yeah, Lily. Let's dig
2: in deep. So, okay, <laughs> I think we, let me ask you about your new album that you're working on. It's your debut album, and you just played a song from it. So yeah. what can you tell us about the new record and what can fans expect? How's that going?
3: So, it's an Americana record recorded right here in Kansas City. I am working with some amazing producers. My friends Martin Farrell Jr. and Jenna Ray are helping us produce it in the Lost Cowgirl Records studio, and they're right here in Kansas City. Um, They're awesome to work with. Their home studio is, like, top-notch. It's super chill. Some great products are coming out of this. Cool. So we're super excited to release it. Uh, once it's finished being produced, um, we're going to hold off a little and do some, uh, we're going to, like, make a marketing plan and uh, just send a few of the singles out uh, to radio stations to, like, do all that prep work. Um, we're even going to release two music videos with the two singles <laughs> So oh, wow, that'll be exciting. So what's oh, yeah. that process cool. like?
2: like yeah, have you done so music videos before? No, these
3: will be my oh, first okay. ones. I'm super excited. Okay. Uh, my friend Jenna Ray, who I just mentioned, uh, she did a music video with this one guy um, from Kansas City. And it turned out really good. Um, so I think I'm going to use him for those, uh, should be super chill, um, nothing extravagant. I just want it to be super genuine, you know? I just want people to see like who I am.
2: Yeah, the do you have examples in, in your mind about um, like you want the video to look like this or a particular video that you've admired or, or an artist who does great videos that, that you would like your video to look like?
3: Yeah, I mean, um, I think that I have my own personal style and aesthetic. I don't really know how to describe that, but I just really want that to flow into what I'm creating, you know?
0: Sure. Uh, so that's that's kind of apparent with the uh, you know so you have you, you brought in your guitar and yeah. you have your uh, guitar case and it's decoratively uh, painted. Is the, yes. Did you did you do
3: that? Yes, I did all the paint on my guitar case. Oh, A lot of people bring that up. A lot of people enjoy that. Well,
0: so uh, getting to what Brian's talking about, so this kind of creative visual thing that you've got going on there, how do you make that? Into a video. I mean, do do you want that kind of to represent yourself
3: in video form? I want the video to be as artistic as I am. Uh huh. But also, I want it to be simple. You know, like not too extravagant, but artistic at the same time. Cool.
2: Sure. Well, Lily, um, you have described your music as folk and roll with a twang. Folk
3: and roll with a twang. And I was
2: wondering about what what's your background in music? How did you develop this style? Did it just come naturally? Do you have a background in, in music education? How did you get to this point?
3: So my grandpa got me my first guitar when I was eight. and he's not a musician but he thought that i was super shy so he thought that really me learning music (laughs) would help me be less shy yeah so um i started taking lessons and um i'm not super like classically trained or anything i just kind of write my own songs and lyrics and i come up with my own progressions uh but I have a lot of friends that are musicians, and they are really the ones that inspire me the most. Um, but I think that the kind of music that I listen to and consume on a daily basis has helped form what I am today because uh-huh. I really look up to certain songwriters and the way that they do things. But I try to do things in my own way, but take what they have done and like just really respect it and um not like imitate it but like i don't know
0: so is it strictly guitar or do you play other instruments
3: um i picked up the fiddle oh yeah um it's really taking a lot of time to get good but um i'm also i also have a mandolin um what else do I have? Oh, I have a set of harmonicas and all the keys. Oh, yeah. Those are fun.
0: Are all those instruments on your album or are you just pretty much focused on, on doing the singing and, and the, the guitar work?
3: There's a lot of instruments on my album because what I'm doing is having like all my friends that are musicians uh-huh. come in and uh, do some studio work with us. And so it's not all me on the record, but it is all my original songs.
0: Yeah, sure. so sure. it's
3: going to be super interesting. And yeah. <laughs> um, some of the songs will be more stripped down. Uh, but a lot of them are going to be, like, a full band. Yeah. Um. So I think by doing that, I can get, like, all sorts of different opportunities. Because, like, yeah. some people all, want all the me best solo. Yeah. Right. All the best some albums have some, some
0: soft moments where yep. it's just stripped down, like you say. And then yep. others where there's just a lot of. And, you know, some there's some fast songs, some slow songs. But that's that kind of variety makes a good album. Don't you think, Brian?
2: Yeah. I agree. Yeah. So it sounds like a lot to coordinate. A lot yeah. to. Organized. It is a lot. To You've coordinate. got a lot of musicians coming in, and you're trying to make a cohesive mm-hmm. album, you know, like a package. So, what have you been learning about this process, in terms of how you put everything together?
3: So, at first, when we started recording, uh, we were doing it all analog. Wow. Yeah, and we weren't using a metronome. We were just doing live recordings, uh, analog, and. um it was difficult because uh, we couldn't go back and listen really to what we had done, uh, or edit, or
1: um
0: yeah. Well, when you say analog, are, are you talking like a like a four track? Yeah. Four? Oh yeah. wow, that's yeah.
3: old it was, school. It was super old school. <laughs> wow. And then uh, since that, we realized uh, that we. But the Beatles it, did it, so yeah, why not? shoot? Sure. <laughs> it. But we realized that we wanted to refine it a little bit more uh, because there ain't nothing like that studio sound, you know? Uh. So we started using a metronome, which helps a lot because what we're doing is just laying down the guitar and vocals at first and then building off of that, which is a really cool way to do it because you can do so much. There's just so much potential when you do it like that. Uh, but doing it live is also cool, and I respect all the people that do it live, but I'm just 21, and I'm not a professional studio musician, so Right. it wasn't really the path for me to take.
2: <laughs> wow.
3: So I respect it, anyone that can do that, you know.
2: Sure, yeah. Um, so I've got a question for you. Mm-hmm. In your local music feature interview that we did a while ago, you mentioned that uh, quote, I don't write songs. I catch them through deep meditation. Yes. I was wondering if you could get into that. Um, can you expand on that? What's your song writing process like?
3: So, um, a lot of times I'll come up with a concept and then write a song off of that concept. Mm-hmm. Um, there's not really a specific way that I do it. Like, sometimes I'll come up with an idea for a chorus or sometimes I'll come up with a chord progression um, but I think a lot of times when it starts w- out with a concept um, and you really dive into what you want to say mm-hmm. and the message that you want to portray um, I think a lot of times when I've done that in the future that song really writes my life in a, in a cool way Yeah, because like I wrote that, and I, I had meditated on that so deeply. But then, when more time passes, it's like even more true. Yeah,
0: you know, is, isn't it so interesting? Whatever piece of art the artist is creating, you got so many doorways in, and so mm. for you, so many sometimes, Yeah, sometimes it's it's the lyrics that get you into that song, or sometimes it's it's like you say, the chord progression. But in the end, you know, they're different. Doorways, but ultimately, you get that final artistic product, and that's that song. And so, it's just a fascinating process, and it's yeah. different every time, right?
3: Yeah, and I love the way that people um, perceive the message differently. Yeah, uh, yeah. Because they just take it in all kinds of different ways. Sure. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, this is your song, too. You can think about it like that. Sure. <laughs>
2: Why don't you tell us about Twang Tuesdays?
3: Oh yeah, so
2: jam in Lawrence.
3: So um, I've been working with all these musicians on my album, and I've got all these buddies that play music. So uh, this guy named Mike Hanna, who books at this place called Lucia, which is right next to the Granada Theater huh. oh, okay. in yeah. Lawrence. Yeah. Um, he asked me if I would host this weekly jam, and so we decided to call it Twang Tuesdays. Huh. And last week, uh, August 13th, was the first one. And then tonight is going to be the second week. Uh, Last week it went so well. I had like nine musicians on stage at once. Wow. And there was just like musicians <laughs> rotating in and out the whole yeah. time. It was just like so fun and unstructured and creative. Yeah, what
0: a way to cut your teeth and, and earn yeah. your stripes and whatever other cliches you have. But
3: yeah. just, just get, some,
0: get some experience and, and totally. perform in front of a yes, live audience exactly. and play with other people. And
3: give other people opportunities to get on this stage because like it's a really great venue in Lawrence and they have a really great sound system, and the community of Lawrence loves it, so if maybe. I can get some friends the opportunity to get on the stage and be seen by some people, maybe they can get more opportunities from that. So
2: if there are musicians who prefer the songwriting part, uh, being being alone, being creative, and, and doing the creative work less so than performing. That's true. And you seem to be somebody who enjoys both of those aspects of mm-hmm. being an artist. You enjoy songwriting and, and creating music. You also seem to get a lot of energy from being in front of an audience. Is that accurate? That is, that is accurate. Okay.
3: I love both.
2: Yeah. yeah. I can tell.
3: Yeah and then there's the whole business side of it
2: (laughs) yeah what do you make of that part
3: well i'm pretty good at that too i would say um i'm quite a bit of an entrepreneur um and i have a whole nother business on the side i refinish kitchen cabinetry and furniture so i started out doing that when i graduated high school and kind of learned some things about business Mm -hmm. and networking and marketing so um I never went to college, but I've learned so much on my own. Uh So I'm really just carrying that over into the music now. And there's so many more things to learn about that in the music side. So it's really interesting and. uh,
1: Yeah.
0: You know, it's, it's so interesting. I, I I hear you talking, and you know who it reminds me of? Who? Uh, well, it's, you don't sound like Jack White, but no. Jack White <laughs> Jack White was working, awesome. in, yeah, he was working in an upholstery shop.
3: Oh, cool. And, I didn't
0: know that. Uh, yeah, and so his boss played drums, and so they started, you know, kind of rocking out together. And yeah. Boom. <laughs> I respect
3: him so much. It took off. He's so creative in all the ways. Oh,
0: yeah, for yeah. sure. And so here you are with your you're uh, uh, uh i'm sorry what was it, it was a, to to uh, um re- folk and cabinet
3: refinishing no okay. no
0: cabinet refinishing. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah so so you've got that and rock and roll and so yeah
3: rock and r- folk and roll folk and roll. <laughs> <laughs> uh cool thing about jack white uh last year last september i got to go out to nashville for americana fest and that was pretty awesome and i went to third man records And that's Jack White's studio, and I got to record directly to vinyl there. Oh, Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Oh, jeez. I recorded this song called Kansas City Star by Roger Miller. Oh, Oh. cool. (laughs) Yeah. That's very neat.
0: Okay, so, Lily, so you said that uh, Tuesday nights you are at... uh, I can't remember the venue, in, in Lawrence. Lucia. Lucia, yeah. in Lawrence, right next door to the Granada. Right that on part. Mass
3: Street, yep.
0: <laughs> and so uh, you have other performances. And so if people want to hear your music or come see you in perform, perform live in person, where should they go?
3: Okay, you should either visit my website, which is lilybmoonflower.com, or you could visit my, my Facebook page, which is Lilybmoonflower Music. Okay. And my show dates and all my music that's on there right now, you can find it there.
0: Okay, so, so both your, your website and Facebook, that's yeah. where, where they can listen and, mm-hmm. and get all your tour dates. That's, that's just great. Um, speaking of websites, we have the Johnson County uh, Library website, jokolibrary.org. Brian, tell them where you can read more about Lily.
2: We have a blog on our website called Local Music, and we uh, you can find that on our website under Explore, and you'll see a link that says Local Music, and that will take you right to the blog. We have, as we mentioned, almost 250 interviews That's with amazing. local artists that we are very proud of, and one of which is Lily B. Moonflower's interview. Yeah. Yes, and we have a link to her website from from that interview too. So well, that sounds like well, an easy perfect. way to multiple find ways yeah, to get to her for
0: learn, sure. Yeah. And Brian, thank you so much for all that you do and for all the local musicians. I mean, it's such a a, a rich part of our website with original content of uh, meaningful local content and it really helps young musicians really, uh, really get their stuff out there yeah. and so thank yeah. you so much thank you also lily for coming today it's so great to take a little bit of our afternoon Indeed. to listen to some music from a, a young rising artist and uh why don't you take us out with a song
3: well i appreciate you guys having me i'll sing Ain't you no one thank you i'll sing you one called midnight song Great. and this is my unreleased single and uh, once I become an independent publisher then I'm going to release this to all the platforms like Spotify, iTunes, all that but for now you can find this one on my website here's Midnight Song for you. great
1: Until then, spin me round the dance floor all night. Until then, spin me round the dance floor.
0: a question you wish we would have asked? Do you have thoughts or stories about today's topic? Share them with us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Joko Library.
3: And now our writer's quote of the day. Hi, I have a Literary quote for you. It's about books, but it's also about librarians. Uh, My name is Grace Bentley. I'm a youth services or youth information specialist at Monticello. My quote is from an author named Alex E. Harrow, and it's Alex A L I X, and it's from a short story published in Apex Magazine. The short story is called A Witch's Guide to Escape, a practical compendium of portal fantasies. And here's the quote. I do my best to give people the books they need most. In grad school they called it ensuring readers have access to texts slash materials that are engaging and emotionally rewarding. And in my other kind of schooling, they called it divining the unfilled spaces in their souls and filling them with stories and starshine. But it comes to the same thing. Thanks.
0: We leave you with sounds from one of our locations. It's your audio minute we call Library Zen.
3: episodes of Did You Hear?, go to the Johnson County Library website, jocolibrary.org slash didyouhear.